Hello, welcome to Back Pocket Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Abelson, executive coach and founder of The Defined Leader. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Let's get into it. December is such an interesting month. In December, I find that we are living in sort of multiple dimensions, if you will, in multiple realities. We are living in the present, right? We are enjoying the holidays, all of our friends, all of the things that are happening as we speak in the month of December. But at the same time, we're looking back at the year, at at 2023, what went right, what went wrong. And we're also already planning for the following year, for 2024. If you're at work, you're probably signing off on strategic plans. Personally, you're probably thinking about what vacations do I want to take? What hobbies do I want to take up? Do you know? Do I want to exercise? Do I want to go to the beach with my family? What savings goals do I have, etc. Right. So we're living in these three realities at the same time, and I got to tell you, that's hard. It is not easy to look back while trying to enjoy the present while simultaneously thinking about the future. And yet all three things are incredibly, incredibly important and such integral elements to our happiness and to our overall sense of fulfillment. Here's why. Looking at the past really helps us to identify what went right in the year, what didn't go right in the year. It helps us to remember all of our accomplishments, all of our challenges that we overcame. And for a person like me who doesn't remember what I had for dinner yesterday, I'm assuming you're probably pretty similar, it it can be really, really helpful to go back and look back through your calendars, your to-do lists, your photo app, and just remember all of the things that you have done and the things that you have accomplished, the things that you maybe did not accomplish and want to keep forward, etc. Of course, we understand, we know the importance of living in the present moment, especially during during the holiday season. We want to remember the moments. We want to remember the special times with our families. We want to remember the special times with our coworkers. We really want to be able to enjoy the sights, the sounds, the tastes of all of the things that are happening in December. And then planning for the future, also just as incredibly important because if you don't have a plan, there's a um, there's an adage that says if um, if you don't if you don't plan where you're going, any road will take you there, and that's really true. I read something really interesting the other day, and that is that only eight percent of people eight percent of people set annual goals. That number, to be honest, is mind-boggling to me. 8% of people set goals. That means that most of us are out there just kind of doing things as they pop up, right? Whether it is projects or applying for jobs or taking on initiatives or starting hobbies, we're just sort of what comes our way is what is what we do, kind of like a pinball machine, right? Sort of we bounce from place, bounce from place to place. I always think about um, my kids played soccer when they were very, very young. And if you imagine a bunch of four-year-olds on a soccer field, what happens? 
they a ball goes one way and all of the four-year-olds they run after that soccer ball somebody kicks it to the left they all run to the left somebody kicks it to the right they all run to the right and that's the 92 percent of us that are not setting goals we are doing exactly the same thing we are like those four-year-olds that are just running after the soccer ball on the field And that's not what I want for us, right? I want us to be strategic. I want us to know where it is that we are going so that we can make intentional plans for how to get there. Knowing where you're going allows you to be able to set your plan for being able to get there. And what's more is if you know where you're going, if you have the plan, you are going to be able to get there so much faster, so much more efficiently, and with so much less stress than if you don't even know where you're wanting to go. And now that doesn't mean that your goals can't change, right? That doesn't mean that your plans can't change. They absolutely can, but you do need to have some sort of starting point. Now, if you took any sort of business class in college and graduate school, you are probably familiar with SMART goals. SMART goals are specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, they're relevant, and they're time-bound. So to give an example that I think a lot of us can, can relate to, a lot of us will set goals on January 1st that say something like, I want to be healthy, I want to get healthier, or I want to lose weight, or I want to get a promotion. Okay, great. Like all admirable, all good goals. We can all kind of understand them. We all relate to those things. But what I want to get healthy means to me is going to be different than what I want to be healthy means to you. What losing five pounds, what it looks like to me looks maybe is different than what it looks like to you. Like getting a promotion is going to be different. And so it's really, really important to get as specific as possible. So not I want to get healthy, but I want to run one mile per day. Is it realistic? Yes. I live in an area with uh, like a mild weather environment. I'm able, I have a treadmill or I have access to the gym. Is it relevant? Yes. I like to run. Is it achievable? Yes, I'm already pretty active. So running one mile a day is possible. And time bound, it's per day, right? And so we make goals as specific as possible. And so if you have ever worked for a large organization or any organization, you have probably set SMART goals for for your organization. I know we were definitely taught SMART goals as a best practice when I was in business school, when I worked for a large healthcare organization um, as well. Like we always set SMART goals. But here's the problem with SMART goals. As specific as they are, as relevant as they are, as achievable as they are, they sort of live in isolation. SMART goals are really good for transactional things, for task-related things. They're not great for great overall strategic visionary goals. And here's why. One reason is that SMART goals aren't really connected to a purpose. They're not really connected to a greater vision. Like, okay, you want to run a mile a day, but why? 
Why is that important? What is that connected to? What greater good for you, for your family, for your work is that connected to? The other thing that is, I think, is a pretty big challenge with SMART goals is that they don't account for the fact that sometimes life happens and you're going to get knocked off course. I've shared the story before, but I decided I was going to start a strength training class and then I fell and I sprained my ankle. And so I was no longer able to, was no longer able to participate in that strength training program. So what happens when things happen? For a lot of us, if we have a goal, as smart as it is, if something comes and knocks us off track, then we just stop working towards it. We just say, okay, that wasn't a great goal. I'm just going to stop and I'm going to not do it or we'll forget about it. Because then the other piece that SMART goals is missing is that it's missing the accountability part, which is what happens when we're not feeling motivated or we're not feeling particularly inspired or something knocks us off course. What do we do to help us move forward? And so today I would love to introduce another goal setting framework that I really love that it doesn't replace SMART goals by any stretch of the imagination. I think SMART goals are still really important and still really necessary, but it enhances SMART goals in a really realistic and achievable way. So that methodology is called WHOOP. And I know you can take a moment and you can laugh. It is kind of a silly a silly acronym, but it's a great one. WHOOP, W-O-O-P. The first W stands for wish. What do you wish for? What is your greatest hope for? How do you want to feel on December 31st, 2024? So if your goal is to get healthy, what does that mean to you? If your goal is to get a promotion or to grow your team, what does that mean for you? What is your wish? Does that mean that you're going to be able to hit X amount of more dollars in revenue? Does that mean that you're going to be able to finally go after that client that you have always wanted, but were never able to get because your team wasn't big enough to support that client's needs? What is your wish? The second, the the first O stands for outcome. What is the outcome you hope to see? And what I mean by this is what is it going to feel once that wish has been accomplished. So I really want you to sit sit still as much as possible. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable and really picture for yourself, what is it going to be like when your boss calls you and says, hey, congratulations, you have been promoted or you have that signed offer back from your dream employee who's going to be helping you to grow your company, or you were able to run that one mile a day, how is that going to feel? What are you going to be doing? What are you going to be wearing? Who are you going to be with? How are you going to be celebrating? Really think about what that, what that feels like. When I picture myself accomplishing a goal, I always picture myself on the beach with my toes in the sand, really celebrating, accomplishing a specific goal that I set for myself. 
The second O stands for obstacle. Now we've just spent some time wishing, we've just spent some time visualizing exactly what it's going to feel like to obtain that wish. But now we kind of have to get a little bit a little bit more serious, think about things in a little bit more practical way. What are the obstacles that are going to come our way? And sometimes we know what those obstacles are, right? Sometimes we can anticipate those obstacles. Kids might be sick from school. Um, we might have other projects or other priorities that come up and that are going to take off, uh, take us off course. Our ideal candidates might not be out there for hire, or maybe we are let go from our company because of economic forces, what have you. There are some things that we can predict. There are some things that we cannot predict. Right? A couple of years ago, there was the pandemic and we, we no, nobody saw that coming, right? But if we can do a good job of sort of a little bit predicting what are the things that could get us off course, we can make a plan for what we're going to do if we're not able to proceed with our plans. And so that's the P of the of WHOOP, which is plan. What are we going to do in order to obtain that wish? And what are we going to do to mitigate the obstacles? So actually putting pen to paper and saying, what is the first step? What is the second step? What is the third step? When am I actually going to do this? Putting SMART goals into the P can really be helpful because then that actually helps you to sort of bolster bolster that plan. You have the specificity, you have the relevance, you have the time boundness. And then the same thing for the for the obstacles, creating a plan to mitigate the obstacles if and when they come. Right. So if my school calls and my kids are home are homesick, what am I going to do? I have their, I'm going to have their iPads charged. I am going to have their books. I have a craft station that they are ready to go to. I perhaps I'm going to call a babysitter if it's, you know, after hours, whatever it is, but kind of have this idea of what you might do if things happen to knock you off course. And so whoop, I'll just say it again. The W is wish. O is outcome. Second O is obstacle and P is plan. When we put a WHOOP goal in practice, it allows us to reach those goals quicker, faster, and honestly, like in a much more excited way because like who doesn't want to think about what they wish for? Who doesn't want to dream and picture how they're going to feel reaching, reaching those goals? A WHOOP goal can be an incredibly impactful way to help you set goals and reach your goals in a way that you have never thought possible. I'm so excited for you to try the WHOOP methodology. This is something that I have almost every single one of my clients do when we start working together and actually at the beginning of the year so that they have a plan, um, a plan going forward. It is one of my favorite things to talk about. It's one of my favorite things to teach. I'm excited to hear what you think about WHOOP goals. And if it's something that you are willing to try in your work and in your personal life in the coming year. As always, thank you so much to listening to Back Pocket Coach. It's always such a pleasure to be here with you. 
reach out to me with questions, with comments, with your thoughts and your takeaways through email or my website at thedefinedleader.com. You can always find me hanging out on LinkedIn or on Instagram. My goal is to be your back pocket coach to help you create impact, to have influence and to have that inner sense of joy so that when you wake up on Monday morning, you love your job. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time.